Welcome to Turbo Pop, a podcast with interesting... I cannot freaking say that. Interesting. Interesting. Welcome to Turbo Pop, a podcast with interesting perspectives on pop culture, news, television, movies, or whatever. Hosted by myself, Brandon Trainer, and my beautiful wife and co-host. Maria Trainer. And today we are going to talk about... Brandon Nicholas Trainer. What is it? We forgot to talk about two huge things in our last episode. What? Our favorite celebrity couple of all time. Oh, yes. Okay. So we have to do some cutting and splicing because we need to talk about Kylie and Timothy. Well, we can just add it into this episode. Okay. And I just saw a thing about Chris Evans' wedding and I was like, oh my God, we need to talk about the crazy people. Okay. So we will start this episode with a little bit of pop culture news, which we are uh, pretty excited about, um, which involves... The, the greatest celebrity couple of all time. Yep. Timothy Chalamet and Kylie Jenner. I'm so here for it. I love them. Yeah. They're yeah. a they're like a hot couple. I'm so here for it. And as a longtime fan of the Kardashians, you know, I follow them. I see what's like, you know, going on and their other partners and it's so nice to see her have someone who's like, you know, smiling and like Hanging out with her and in the pictures and videos, they they appear to be very happy. Yeah, and Timothy Chalamet's fans are not handling this well at all. Apparently not. They're losing their minds. As a fan of Dune, the movie, and I've I've read a couple of the books. You know, by proxy, I like to consider myself a bit of a Timothy Chalamet fan now. But, yeah, his fans are freaking nuts. So it seems that they all think, because he, like, tends to do, like, the more artistic, like, you know, type movies. They, like, you know, think he's all deep and artsy and, you know, all of that crap. So the fact that he's with Kylie Jenner, like, that is so beneath him and it's just disgusting. And obviously he's being paid and put up to it and, like, all of the stuff. If you look at the girls he's dated, Kylie is 100% his type. Like, 100%. Right. Nepo baby, early 20s, <laughs> plastic surgery, like, Instagram baddie. Like, that is what he goes after. Okay, that's how he rolls. You look at Kylie's dating past, and it's like, what the hell is she doing with him? This makes zero sense. Yeah, he does not have enough tattoos. And he's also, you know, very pasty, very skinny, you know, very floppy, but I'm so here for it. Like, I think she needs to go after more Timothy Chalamet's. I'm, I love it. Yeah. And it's just, it's really. Came out of nowhere. It's really funny slash kind of scary to read, like, the stuff his fans are posting because they're like literally collectively losing their mind. Like they cannot handle this. Yeah, like they they think that uh, Kylie is like holding him hostage or something. Yeah, they they keep calling her a stalker, and that she stalked her way into forcing him to take these paparazzi pictures with her. And you know, Chris Jenner orchestrated the entire thing, and just it, the collective meltdown is really amusing. It's strange. And the thing that like I can't handle like i mean it's it's honestly scary the most outspoken like timothy chalamet fan club that's like all up in arms about this 
is somewhere between 50 and 60 years old. And he's 27. And it's real creepy. I don't think we will ever understand. But I'm not going to lie. I creep on her Instagram account every so often because I want to see if she's having another meltdown. Oh, my God. Really? <laughs> yes. There hasn't been anything good lately. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, I remember when you first saw the initial paparazzi pictures. I think I was next to you, actually. And you were like, <gasps> I was really excited because they look really cute together. Yeah. And it's just it's just super random. I'm here for it. It's like Kim and Pete Davidson. Yeah. It's real weird, but it's cool. Yeah, it works. Um, Okay, I think that about wraps it up for for that. Okay. The other collective celebrity couple internet losing their minds. What? Is Chris Evans getting married. Oh, he just got married. Yep. To Alba Baptista. I mean, I guess she's been in a few things. She's very pretty. Um, I'm gonna. I can't remember what she's in. I'm gonna look it up real quick. I believe she's port. I think she's from Portugal. Um, but long story short, yeah, she is from Portugal. Um, Chris Evans' fans are making Timothy Chalamet's fans look normal, which is real scary. <laughs> um, they have an issue, like you know. Basically, this whole thing is fake. He's been faking it the whole time. Um, They're really up in arms about the fact that he is Captain America and he decided to marry someone who's not American. Like, that's that's horrible. And my literal favorite thing I read, because I was, like, going down the rabbit hole, and I, again, I shouldn't be laughing at it, but I was, like, almost crying. I was laughing so hard at just the level of unhinged. Like, these fans are going off about how disgusting he is and how much they hate him for getting married. And there's nothing more despicable or disgusting or just deplorable than the fact that he was so disrespectful as to announce that he got married the day before the 22nd anniversary of September 11th. And I'm just like, what? why why are we relating these two things together i do not understand and like they're like going in hard like he's disgusting for this and i'm like "Uh, what yeah that that's a little reaching you know (laughs) like i could kind of see the merit behind it if it was like the day of september 11th but even then honestly like it's been 22 years obviously it was a world changing event that happened here but an engagement announcement has yeah, nothing to do with it. Exactly. Like literally nothing. The world can't stop. The world obviously stops in the sense of remembering how horrible it was, but just the reaching, just new levels of unhinged. And like there's like marriage licenses, like, you know, everything, like go it like it he got married like it is official and his fans are still like well until he says it directly from like his mouth i'm not gonna believe it people are in denial you know it's it's pretty wild how some of these guys have these super fans i thought i thought it was just the fans of like hot actresses that were like the real creepers but you know what makes me really happy what just all of this makes me realize how just 
normal I am. <laughs> I'm not insane. Like there are times I'm like, am I crazy? I might be a little bit crazy. Nope, I am normal. Yeah, it could always be worse. You know, that it, it's I could be burning my Joe Jonas blanket somewhere. Exactly. <laughs> you know, like as a good way to to look at life. You know, it's like whenever I think about something difficult I'm doing and I'm like struggling with that, I'll be like, okay, someone dumber than me <laughs> has done this before me. Someone dumber and less prepared has completed before I have. And uh, so if they can do it, I can too. And I feel like the kind with the same kind of thing applies. Like there's always going to be someone crazier than you. Exactly. Are you seeing this? But game? you know what? You're, you're not even in that ballpark. No, I'm quite normal. Yeah. But there's just further validation. Really just going on the <laughs> internet in general is, is validation of that fact. Okay, so moving on to TV and movies. You finished, or we finished Gossip Girl recently. XOXO. XOXO. Gossip Squirrel. Yeah. (laughs) We thought that was like the funniest thing ever. We just made that up, Gossip Squirrel. And we had to say it at the beginning of pretty much every episode. Well, that's because we have two Gossip Squirrels. Yes, yeah, we we call our kittens uh, Gossip Squirrels. Okay, so anyway... um, Spoiler alert. I mean, <laughs> 10 years is, later. There's a way after the fact, but just a quick spoiler alert. We're, we're going to talk about the ending. Longer than 10, no, maybe 10 years. At uh, least 10 years later. So, anyway, this is your final warning. Uh, so, Dan was Gossip Girl and made sense to me. I thought that was a pretty good way to wrap it up, honestly. I just liked it at first. Really? Like when I originally like was watching the show. Okay. Um, I felt like it was a cop out. I really wanted it to be Dorota. Like really, really wanted it to be Dorota. Um, but yeah, rewatching it a few times now because this was the third time. Right. I've watched it through. I've ex- like you know I've accepted it. It makes sense. I feel like having watched it a few times, I really could see in season five where they switched gears. And decided to make it Dan. Right. Yeah. They they definitely kind of drove the plot and his like his personality in that direction. Because it was supposed to be Eric and it got spoiled. Right. So that's when they like, I guess, decided to go towards Dan. And like they'll say now, like, oh, it was always gonna be Dan. But I think the only thing that like pointed out to Dan early in the season or like early in the show at all is the very first time you see Dan on screen. He's on his laptop and Gossip Girl's up. Right. I was like, I was very proud of myself because periodically throughout the series, you would ask me like, so who do you think it is? Who do you think it is? Who do you think it is? And Dan was always in my Oh, he literally. So when you, the first time I ever asked you, you literally said, I think it's either Eric or Dan. And I was like, has he watched this before? Like, was he like (laughs) reading the blogs and he's not telling me? Right. (laughs) That's hilarious. Yeah, like you literally had it like dead on. I was like, oh my God. And then I think you switched to Georgina for a while. I'm like, okay, well, I, he's I, on I, a different well, track. Well, I switched to Dan and Georgina. And then just Georgina. And then... You thought it was Nate for a little bit. Yeah, I thought it was Nate because Nate had never sent in a... Uh, so I personally, out of the entire like core group 
of people, I think Nate would have made the most sense. So what made me think it was him was because at one point in the show, all of the uh, text messages to Gossip Girl, it was all leaked. Mm-hmm. All, all like the emails people had sent her was all leaked. And he was like the only person in the friend group who never sent her anything. Mm-hmm. Or never sent Gossip Girl anything. And I was like, okay, maybe that means he's Gossip Girl. It was definitely a red herring. Yeah. Yeah, there were a lot of those. I mean, Georgina was like the biggest red herring. Yeah. Um, yeah. But. I also love when you and I were watching you, I like straight up like said, I'm like, we need to watch Gossip Girl because this is just grown up Dan Humphrey. What's his name in real life? Penn Badgley. Penn Badgley. Yep. Yeah. So uh, Penn Badgley, he's also in you. And really, they have identical personalities. Yeah. So uh, I was. You know. Joe is just a little bit, you know, homicidal. <laughs> yes. Yeah. One is one is murderous. The other is not. But I'm glad you could like see it now and be like, oh, yeah, he really like it is. Personalities are Humphrey. like dead on. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah. He's a he's a good actor. I like him. Oh, same. I mean, and now that we've watched both Pretty Little Liars and Gossip Girl, I stand firm. Gossip Girl is so much better. So the acting is way better in Gossip Girl. The acting, Girl. the writing. Yeah, honestly. The so, sets, the production value. That's another. That's another big one. The production value is also much, um, much better in Gossip Girl. So a lot of things are just better in general. I think that Pretty Little Liars has like a different kind of it factor, if that makes sense. Like I think they're. They're both shows that you can really get sucked into. I think quality-wise, Gossip Girl is a lot better. But Pretty Little Liars, while similar in a, in a lot of ways, is so different mm-hmm. in other ways that like you can't really compare the two all that much, as much as you might think you can due to you know the few similarities that they do have. Yeah. I'd still take Gossip Girl any day. You know, maybe... Maybe it's just nostalgia for me, you know? <laughs> but anyway, moving on. After Vampire Diaries, we're going to Gilmore Girls. Uh, yeah, so Maria and I are on this freaking like high school drama craze right now. Oh, wait, no, we need to watch the OC too because you've never seen the OC. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've never seen the OC. So we finished Gossip Girl and we started The Vampire Diaries, which is another show that I had watched previously and really enjoyed but never finished. I'm not even sure how far in I got, but we're kind of just taking it in stride. We're still in the first season, but that's a fun one. So I don't know. We're just we're just really into this high school drama I kick know, I right love now. It. But no, we I feel like you need to watch Gilmore Girls because Gilmore Girls is having this huge resurgence right now and like everyone is either rewatching it or like discovering it for the first time. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's what you were saying. And earlier. Gilmore Girls is like my ultimate comfort show like yeah i've seen bits and pieces obviously when you've had it on i love it so much so yeah yeah i'm down you know we'll have to uh we'll have to pick it up sometime just so i know what the hell's going on exactly um so what are your feelings so far on the vampire diaries i like it you like it yeah i feel you were a little resistant the first couple episodes not even so much resistant i was just kind of like it's a little bit dumb like it it took me a minute to like get into it. So but now I'm I'm like fully like invested and like 
it's picked up. And I think that's kind of what happens when it comes to any high school drama television show. And also, like, I feel like the first couple episodes, they were, like, leaning in so hard, like, making fun of Twilight that I was like, oh, this is just a Twilight ripoff show. Like, really? Like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. So I struggled a little bit there. And I think I kept making jokes, like, where are the werewolves? Where are the werewolves? And then I made the joke about Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and he actually was a vampire slayer. So, you know, there's that. Yeah, you know, it has its predictable moments, <laughs> but it's it's enjoyable. You know, it was kind of, I feel like when it was big. or when I mean, it, it was huge. When, when it was still coming out, it was kind of referred to as like the PG-13 version of True Blood. Or, yeah. or, or, or like not, not version, but like the PG, you know, the vampire show for younger people. Yes. I remember that as mm-hmm. well. We should pick up, we should add Buffy to our list too of teenage shows to watch. Oh my God. I, I, I've never seen Buffy. <sighs> Love that show. Yeah. It was good. It was a great show. All right. Yeah. We'll check it out. Yeah. And, and then we'll check out True Blood. We'll just go on a vampire marathon. Perfect. Um, Okay, so moving on uh, from Vampire Diaries. We started watching The Witcher Season 3. We watched the first three episodes and then kind of fell off. We really need to watch a full long recap because, blunt honesty, I have not been able to get into the season whatsoever. So it was... It's not held my interest. Like, I have... I've been playing on my phone more than I've been watching the show so and I, th- I did not feel that way the first two seasons I think a big problem was that we didn't know what was going on yeah we forgot all the storylines so you really either need to re-watch the first two seasons or watch a, a more in-depth recap and uh, we did neither of those things so I think that's maybe how we're gonna try to tackle it again is by watching a recap and then um, maybe we just restart the series because yeah i'm kind of forgetting like, yeah what no that's happened. i honestly think that's like why i've been struggling so hard because i'm just kind of like eh, whatever yeah so we did that yeah we started we kind of hit it a few weeks ago and then stopped and we hadn't gone back but we do plan on going back eventually kind of like how we plan on watching Ostica as well the new star Shaka. wars a, a shaka i i can't I, I can't okay it's okay i can't talk i can't do words i love you anyways a shaka <laughs> we do plan on watching that eventually but it's kind of just it's in our queue so another show that i was very cautiously optimistic about i actually not even cautiously optimistic i wasn't even opt- optimistic i thought it was going to be bad was the new uh, One Piece show on Netflix, just the live-action version. And I was fully... I, I'm kind of a diehard of the anime. Um, I mean, I'm about 1,050 episodes <laughs> deep. So this has been a big chunk of my life. Um, so I really just didn't think that the live-action show was going to do it justice. This was your Little Mermaid. Yeah, pretty much. You know, I was a One Piece purist. But I will say I was very, very pleasantly surprised. It's really good. It's really cute. Mm -hmm. And I will say one barrier. (coughs) 
I will say one barrier to entry kind of going into it is the acting of the main character, Luffy. And I feel like it was one of the scenes I'm like, all right, is this, is this guy a bad actor? Or, I mean, I guess this is kind of how the character Luffy in the anime acts, you know, or like how, you know, his manner of speaking and all that. And so I really just think he was trying to stay true to that. And eventually you just get past it. It took like half an episode for me to get past the acting on that. Um, overall, the show was delivered very well, very well made. They stayed true to the characters, their personalities, the plot from the original manga, anime, and overall really well done. And Maria, who is not, she's not a big anime fan. And yeah, I like Studio Ghibli movies. Right. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, but you don't really know anything about One Piece besides randomly seeing it on when I'm watching yeah. it. Yeah. And you were able to get really into oh, it. Oh, yeah. It was so cute. I was really, like, sad when we hit the last episode. I was like, no, I want more. I know. There were only eight episodes. So we got introduced to, obviously, Luffy, Zoro, Nami, Sanji, and Usopp. And I really thought we were going to meet Chopper at some point. He's, like, the little deer person. Destined to be my favorite character. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, we did not get to meet him in these first eight episodes, but he's like next on the list, the next crew member. Um, so I really hope it gets greenlit for a second season because I was pleasantly surprised. It looks like they already have the script done. Thank you for your input, input Julie. This this makes Julie very happy. <laughs> big fan of the show. Yes. <laughs> I think she's a big fan of laying on our laps while we watch the show. Yeah, she's been laying on my lap, I think, for over an hour at this point. Yeah, she's, she's a little snuggle bug. But anyway, I will be closely watching to see if the second season is greenlit. I'll be super disappointed if it doesn't. Uh, there's no way. I mean, it's such a... One Piece in general is such a phenomenon across the world. I can't see it. I, I can't see the live action not doing well. Uh, you know, it does seem like they put a lot of money into it. Exactly. Um. So that could... I. But the reason I say that is that could be it's like one downfall. Like maybe they put too much money into it. But we'll see. Um. Okay. Moving on. Movies... We saw... So, so I just Googled it, okay. by the way, and basically the writer's strike seems to be what's holding up an announcement, but producers say scripts for season two are ready and episodes could air 12 to 18 months after strike ends. All right, we got to get this strike ending now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, come on, people. Let's do what we got to do. Yeah, I would probably be almost as disappointed as when I found out that Dark Crystal was canceled. That was such a good uh, show. Dude. We were the only people who liked it out of everyone we tried to show it to. Yeah, but I'm I'm telling you, you know, the whole... You're squishing Jolie in your armpit. Oh, she is. 
Okay. <laughs> I'm telling you though, the whole two listeners out there that are, li- that are listening <laughs> to us right now, if you haven't seen Dark Crystal, just give it a shot. All right. Be open minded. It's freaking good. All right. Dark Crystal, Netflix, do it. Uh, okay. Anyway, moving on. Movies. <laughs> uh, recently, we saw The Nun 2. Uh, we did see the first Nun movie, and this is part of the Conjuring universe. Um, How did you feel about it, Maria? I liked it. I thought it was really, it was a fun date night. I mean, it was it was a fun horror movie. There were some parts that I was like, okay, yeah, I, you like, know, this is a little Indiana Jones kind of going on. But overall, enjoyed it. It's it's Halloween time, exactly. you know. Yeah, it's a good fall Spooky movie. Spooky season. So, which one do you like better? <coughs> I feel like I barely remember the first one because we saw it so long ago. So I'm just going to go with the second one because it's fresher in my memory. You know, I think there were. I think I don't know why I can't remember the first one. I know. I mean, obviously, I I think I liked the first one better. I just don't remember it. I don't know. Maybe I have to rewatch the first one. I can't. I I can't give a full educated opinion on that. I apparently blacked it out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, apparently. Um, But but it was enjoyable. And would go see again yeah so given, now now given our movie choices that night now we're trying to figure out more horror movies to watch so maybe we will report back in our next episode with uh some horror um movies to watch i think we're gonna google like best horror movies of the last you know few years and see if there's anything we haven't seen yet yeah but it's got to be like not gory horror Oh, yeah. Well, that is not allowed. One of the movie previews we saw was for the latest Saw movie. Did not watch, closed my eyes, and just said nope the whole time until it was over. So, you know, I'm sorry. I might be a psychopath, but... You are. I did really enjoy... Are you going to murder me in my sleep? I saw, like, the first... I didn't see the first one in theaters, but I saw, I think, like, two through five in theaters every year when it came out. I was, like, kind of into it. Well, I'm really sorry you married someone that cannot handle gory movies. That's and like the one thing. I can't do it. So I think this is like the 10th or 11th movie. And I think it's actually supposed to be the last, like the actual last movie of the series. She's making and, biscuits um, in my hand. I don't know. I might have to, on my own time, watch the movies that I haven't seen yet. But I'll watch it with you if I just stare at my phone the whole Maybe I'll read a book. You'll read a book yeah. while I'm watching a freaking torture movie. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, I what what book? Anything in particular? Well, you said that you wanted to get me the A Court of Thorn and Roses book. Yeah, that's like the so new- maybe I'll start reading now while you yeah. watch the Saw movie. You know, I really do need to just order you that book series already because that is like the new hotness. I know, and then we could talk. Well, I could talk about it on the podcast. Yeah, and the TV research. There you go. Uh, research and development. And, um, yeah, I, I don't see how a TV series or a movie series doesn't come from this with how popular that series is right now. Jolie is really taking after her sister Lulu right now and not being happy that we're not paying attention oh, to her. Oh, definitely not. Yeah, I have her in my arms and she's like all over the place. Yeah, no, she was just over here smacking me, too, because she's like, hello, I'm awake. Yeah, she is purring right now. I can feel her vibrating. Because <laughs> you're holding. Oh, no, she just smacked your cable. 
Okay. Anyway, so moving on from the nun to um, movies. Let's see. Um, other than that, I mean. Starfield. You can talk about yeah, Starfield. Yeah, I've been in Starfield lately. I kind of just started it. I don't really have that much time to like really um, be sinking too many hours into it. Like, <clears throat> oh, my God. Come on, Jolie. We're almost done. Um, we, I, I've sunk probably, what, five hours into it? Not that much. And I was talking to my brother the other day, and he told me he's like, like 26 hours deep or something. I'm like, holy crap, dude, this game just came out. But <laughs> I mean, hey, if you have the free time, why not? It's fun. Um, but yeah. I got a really great picture for a promo. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. Yeah. Good. So you can all see Jolie wildly trying to hit the microphone away yeah. from Brandon's face. <laughs> In her glory. Um, but yeah, other than that, I mean... We've been selling a lot of stuff. I just sold a guitar today. That's fun. Um, but yeah. If anyone has any suggestions of where I can sell Lily Pulitzer clothes, drop a comment and let me know because I'm having no luck on Poshmark. I'm having no luck on Facebook. And I don't want to take it to a consignment shop and they give me like $5 for a $200 dress. It's yeah. really frustrating me. Yeah. They don't fit me anymore. Like these childbearing hips just don't want to do it. <laughs> mm, those hips don't lie. <laughs> um, you know, I, I've i been having decent luck selling things on Marketplace, but clothes, we've been struggling. I know, and I have like expensive, barely, like there's a few dresses I have because it's all like the one style of dress that just, you know, I had a kid. So like my body just doesn't fit size double zeros anymore mm -hmm. um and lily runs smaller than most clothing so like that doesn't help but i have two dresses that are literally brand new like the one doesn't have the tags on it but it's brand new i never wore it it cost me like 250 bucks like when i bought it what four years ago when we got when we were getting married right and I haven't like listed for 50 bucks and nobody's biting. I'm like, how? It's a brand new dress for $200 off. What is wrong with you? Anyways, yeah, I'm really frustrated you with know, my clothes not selling. I think, I think they're going to bite eventually. We just got to be patient, unfortunately. Um, mm. But, but yeah, so anyway... I think that about wraps it up. Yeah. Okay. So thank you for listening to another episode of Turbo Pop. Uh, we would really appreciate it if you pop into our Instagram and give us a like, a comment, a follow, something like that, just to kind of like get the juices flowing, get people interested in this podcast and give us a little bit of traction. Exactly. You know? We're fun people. Yeah, maybe maybe <laughs> we can bump up that 150 listeners an episode thing that we got going on. Bump it up to like... 200. 200. Yeah, <laughs> we're not asking for much. And, um, you know, give us a review on Spotify. Like us on Instagram. Yep. And uh, I think, think that'll do. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Peace. Bye.